Good morning, everyone. My name is Sasha Mohor, and welcome to the first edition of the Consortium International Podcast. Now, so many of you have reached out to me to ask for guidance on how to navigate the job market in this particularly challenging period of time, but also what potential employers are going through to come out stronger in this pandemic. So uh, this this episode will focus on bringing you some answers from some great professionals in the hiring industry. Today, I'm joined by Nancy Weber-Brow, Director of Recruiting at Haskell & White, who operates as one of the leading accounting, auditing and tax consulting firms in Southern California with offices in Orange County and San Diego. I can tell you that our agency has placed some very happy people at Haskell & White for quite a number of years now since we first started to engage with them. And throughout this time, I've come across to know them as one of the most innovative, progressive, forward-thinking public accounting firms that I've personally come across. They make tremendous use of new tools and technology and resources, which has always been, I would say, one of the biggest appeals because working in the profession and the accounting industry, to couple it with relevant, new, innovative technology has always been a key winner. And Nancy herself, she's been at the firm for 15 years and she's really played a tremendous part in overseeing their growth. Welcome, Nancy. Thanks for joining us. Oh, Sasha, thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. My pleasure. Now, I recall during one of my very first conversations with Nancy a few years ago, her saying that she was keen on being the first point of contact, or actually, if memory serves me right, the gatekeeper between a prospective candidate <laughs> and the firm, because she is passionate about not only just making sure the right person is moving forward in the hiring process, but targeting a more holistic result by getting to know a person's character and ethics to determine a cultural fit, which I found was, was, was a really appealing way to go on about hiring. So um, I'm going to start off with some questions that I thought would be of interest to, to yourself, but also to the wider audience. So if I can start with this, Nancy, how, how have you been finding that transition of working remotely? Did you find any aspects particularly challenging? Absolutely. I think communication and time management are absolutely critical for success in the new normal. We all need to relearn how to communicate in a remote environment. And for some of that, for some of us, that has been a little bit challenging. In my opinion, communication without direct access to body language is very tough. I find that you have to over-communicate and make sure that nothing gets lost in the discussion and asking for feedback to make sure that everyone is clear on your message and your interpretation. In our firm, we use several platforms to help execute on that. We often have video conferencing with small groups as well as large. I was on a call yesterday, there were 84 of us on a call. So um, we're finding that technology we can utilize not only internally, but we also utilize it extensively with our client base. I have also been coaching team members to encourage that they stick to a schedule because one of the other challenging things working remotely is that you can either get lost and work 14 hours a day because there's no time to break and there's no strict going to the office, leaving the office, when your office happens to be down the hall in your home. Mm. So I'm coaching team members to encourage them to stick to a schedule that works for them, include some breaks, 
include some activities that, that um, allow them to recharge, like walking or running. The fact that we're not driving to and fro in Southern California has been a considerable time saver for us, and it's been very free. Some surprises have occurred in the last three months financially and professionally for our firm. The firm's financials are stronger than prior year, which has been a very, very positive trend, and in some cases even double digits with a couple of our practices. Many team members seem to like the flexibility of remote work, and on a personal note, my running time has increased about a minute and a half per mile because I can really run on a regular schedule. I don't think I'm going to be ready for the Boston Marathon anytime soon, but I'll take the improvements as, as they come. <laughs> well, that's definitely, sure. definitely a positive aspect. I mean, on our side, working from home isn't something I would say new because we've been doing it for over five years. But I, I do recall the transition, which was so strange i think going from working in an office full-time to suddenly being by yourself in in an environment and i think the first thing that i missed if i'm honest was the lack of human contact absolutely absolutely and so now we have to figure out how to make that human contact happen right which is why we're using things like zoom microsoft teams anything that you can still have the sort of touch if you will at least visually with others is hugely important. And I do think that staying physical also helps sort of balance that little bit of uncertainty that's going on in the marketplace. And it just keeps your mind active. So I'm encouraging all of our team members to, to make sure that they're well-rounded in this transition, not only from a work perspective, but on a personal level as well. That's wonderful to hear. And if that's uh, something I could apply, I would do the very same thing, to be honest. It's about having the opportunity to divide your time, to do things that perhaps you wouldn't really be able to do when you're when you're obviously in a busy environment. But um, it does come with its challenges. And I think that there are so many distractions at home as well. But on that note, I'm, right. I'm, I'm, I'm hearing what you're saying. What I want to come down to is, the, I would say, not the, the negative side of this pandemic, but the reality really is we know the impact that it's had on company revenues. And I've, I've read right. a, a lot of uh, business leaders predicting or forecasting a decrease in revenue for at least the next 12 months because of this coronavirus. So what's been your firm's response to these stay-at-home restrictions? So let me, let me tackle that particular question from a couple different perspectives. One is our revenue is dependent on our clients' revenue. So Sasha, in that sort of vein, let's talk about it, what, what's happening with our clients because that's very impactful sure. of what's happening with the firm. So what we've seen with is about a third of our clients have substantially benefited from COVID. A third have probably remained flat and about a third has, have seen a negative financial impact. So the third that has benefited includes things like mobile technology, any type of organization that may be surprisingly moving their needle forward as far as their financials because of COVID. So they've, they've maybe created some new products. Maybe they've, they've re-engineered their, their current products we call it pivot and prosper. So clients have pivoted and they've prospered because of that. And we've been instrumental in making sure that, that we're sort of actively helping them with that process. Some clients have, have remained sort of flat in their, in their revenue stream. It's our job as 
public accounting firm to come in and help them maybe ramp up, adjust their services, maybe rethink their products so that they can become part of the, the new normal and, and benefit financially. Now, the third group that has seen a decrease in their revenue, we're coming in and trying to help them maybe adjust by ways of downsizing, reorganizing, that sort of thing. So I guess the overall benefit for the firm has been in each market sector that I'm talking about to you, there has been an opportunity for public accounting firms or or financial service providers like us to benefit because we see each market sector as, hey, we can help you here. We can help each one of these organizations change and adjust accordingly. So it's, it's been really fun for the team because I think they've put their consulting hats on. It's created more work for us, and consequently, the revenue stream, at least up to this point, has really shown that we've been instrumental in making things happen in the marketplace. Things that are different is we're not having face-to-face meetings as much, so we our high-touch communication really has to come through utilizing technology. When we do go out to clients, it's a little bit different. No more handshaking. So the new norm has been elbow bumping or just a a very positive uh, bow, if you will. So there's been some changes. But overall, from a firm perspective, we found it to be a a pretty exciting time, actually. So consequently, our hiring will will be sort of reflecting in that. And I expect hiring to have a nice, very nice uptick in the third and fourth quarter of 2020. Well, to me, it sounds like a more creative way of working. Uh, And creativity in a workplace is something that I talk to candidates about and public accounting leaders as well, who they, they come to me and they say, how can we engage and create a workspace that will attract the best talent out there. And I sometimes say that at the time, of course, prior to the the coronavirus, I would look at small things like even a job description that we're just talking a lot about what a person must have instead of what the firm can bring. And I think if you're looking for the best people out there, usually they'll have the right skill set. So if you can convince that you can really produce a working environment that's going to keep you challenged, and it sounds like you guys are, to be honest. So it's, it's a good change, but that's an example of how can turn that tide positively. I'm seeing a lot of companies who are, I would say, more old school in their approach. But if, if we're going to look at, obviously, the fact that you guys are bringing great work and, and revenues are, are growing, that's, 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 that's super, that's excellent. But if we look at, for example, the people who work in your workspace and employees, what I get asked a lot is, how do I make a case for, I would say, just a better chance at asking for someone to not just an increase in salary, but to cater to benefits differently. So the question is, public accounting firms, in your opinion, do you think they should revise those benefit policies? Because pay time or sick leave in cases that employees are unable to work because of being sick or, you know, having to care for others, do you think they're a little bit outdated now or do they require change? So what I would tell you, when I when we look at benefits, and the team at the firm is constantly reviewing the benefits and making sure that we're staying in step, sometimes I feel like we need to swing, and I'm using that word, depending on the circumstance. So one of the things that we've done as a firm is we definitely look at things on an individualized basis. The partners are very open to the needs of the staff, including their health, 
their family situations. And, and honestly, let's talk about the added stress mm. that, that this whole situation has caused for all of us. Yep. The partners are keenly aware of that. And so we're in uncharted waters, which means that we have to be authentic and transparent. And again, high level of communication with internal team members to make sure that everybody feels like they're being heard, like their situation is sort of being recognized and that we're addressing it. Mm. Uh, I want to give you an example. In February, we had a team member on on our audit side. She had parents in Wuhan, China in February. She was frantic to try to help them get particularly mass. Um, one of her parents is actually involved in the medical profession there. And she was frantic in looking for masks for her parents to get them sent to Wuhan. She came to the firm and started asking some of us, did we have any contacts? Do we know anybody? Could, could we help? Literally within 48 hours, Sasha, we had her connected with a couple of um, groups and collaborated with her to get masks sent within three days. I mean, that to me is a very powerful example of collaboration and and connection. And it's fun to be part of an organization that says, yep, we're going to step up, yep, we're going to help, and we're going to figure this out together. And that's really, really impactful. And that's why firms like ours will continue to be successful, is because that's just a mindset. That is a cultural sort of underlying activity that just goes on. And so I think in the new normal, you have to be flexible. You have to look at problems and say, yes, I'm here to help. Yeah, this is a little bit out of my realm, but I'm going to see what I can do. And I think collectively we're going we're to come up with a solution. I agree with you. And I think it is a wonderful example. And the word collaboration is something that I like to hear a lot more because it it leads back to the word empathy, in my opinion, which is to do with just showing empathy towards another human being. In this particular time, I think people will remember that. And we're Mm -hmm. faced with a different challenge now. So usually for anyone who who's on the job market on the public accounting side, I tend to get uh, individuals saying that they feel life would be better in, in a private accounting space. And I always used to have this argument to say that the grass is never always greener, but you have to understand what is it at the core that you want to see different. So if flexibility is what right. you're looking for, if a positive working environment is what you're looking for, you can't find it anywhere. It doesn't have to be private or public. It just has to be where you'll feel that level of chemistry. So, what we're seeing and what I'm anticipating is a complete change in the working landscape. And what I want to ask you really is, do you think there'll be any changes to your own firm's hiring strategy moving forward? Do you feel that prospective candidates will now expect it to be granted significantly more work from home opportunities? Yes, yes, and yes. I think hiring, for us at least, will probably start to occur again third and fourth quarter, which I've already mentioned. And we were hiring up until April 10th. I think that's the last time I made a hire for the firm. So honestly, we still were were bringing people in, even though March 16th was the last day that we were in the office. We've had significant growth, financial growth, over 20% over last year. So again, we're seeing uptick in numbers. I would expect some substantial hiring to be late summer and then into fall. Uh, professional service firms continue to be critical 
in the new economy, and assisting clients in uncharted waters is what we really do best, honestly. We're providing flexibility for those already in the firm, and we've been doing that for some time, and I think that's just been part of the firm culture. And in the new economy, I think that flexibility is going to be critical. We're going to capitalize on artificial intelligence. We're going to try to start getting better at some of the low-lying work that needs to get done in order for the more complex consulting work to be part of part of our, our new normal. I think we're pivoted and perfectly positioned to be able to be a resource for what the market is demanding. And it's an exciting time, in my opinion, to this blend of technology and accounting, walking into a, pot- a potential client and saying, here's what we can do for you, and we understand that this is not what we were doing last year, but you're not either. So let's collaborate, let's effectively put our, our uh, sort of team together for you, and let's see what we can sort of move you into what the new economy is, is demanding. So I find it very exciting. I think our team finds it really exciting. But you have to be able to pivot. You have to be able to change. And you have to be, accept that this is just part of, of uh, on a go-forward basis, it's going to be the new norm. It's very interesting because I think when I hear this question, is the workspace heading for permanent change? Are people going to expect to work from home a lot more? I, I do agree that it's going to happen. But I, again... I question companies who who haven't thought about this happening in the first place, really, because we're, we're going to be, right, you right. know, it's going to come down to a moment where your employees are going to look at you and say, what is the point of me traveling X amount of miles to meet a particular client if I can do it, if I can do it online, if the person is perfectly happy to, to talk to me about their requirements instead of face-to-face online. Now, in recruitment, probably know this, but there are two categories, I would say, of firms, the ones who like to meet the candidates face-to-face, who insist on doing that, and ones who don't. And on my side, for example, I haven't really met a candidate, I think, for a number of years because I feel like I would respect their time more. But also to use technology would save me time. So, again, it's down right. to the company and the way that they can actually see how to be cost effective, how to be able to manage uh, better productivity. So um, I'm going to try and wrap this up. But do you feel, and this is a question again that I'm asked quite often, do you feel that there are any particular skills to be higher in demand due to the pandemic that job seekers in the accounting industry should be aware of? Yes, I absolutely do. I think the new climate demands creative problem solving, excellent communication, and the use of technology. I mean, honestly, that in my my mind is the trifecta right there. So if you're a brand new candidate coming into the marketplace or if you're an experienced executive, you need to be exceptional at all three. I push to be uncomfortable, slightly uncomfortable every single day. And by doing that, it, it makes me learn, it makes me grow. And so I would challenge those out there in the marketplace to get uncomfortable. Because if you get uncomfortable, you're going to come out on the other side a stronger executive. I read books now that are probably things that I wouldn't have read even a year ago. I try to discuss new ideas with complete strangers sometimes. Hmm. And I also feel like we're all on this new frontier together. So let's just embrace it. And let's say this is is how it's going to be, and it can be a very exciting time for, for those of us in the world. 
it's clearly a mindset too. If you if you embrace this and say this is something that I can capitalize on as an individual, we can as a as an organization or a corporation. I think anything is possible, and that's kind of amazing, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely agree. The use of technology is is a peculiar one because when we say tech, are we just talking about the ability to to conduct a Skype call or a Zoom with our clients? Does it go a little bit deeper than that? Absolutely goes deeper than that. It it goes to utilizing new software platforms. It goes to how can we take mundane sort of rote operations that we maybe all have in our particular lines of business and automate them. How can we maybe communicate with people a little more clearly, a little faster, and a little more efficiently? So it, I think technology covers a wide band. Sasha, it's not just one aspect. It's utilizing technology in a lot of different ways. And being comfortable on, on Zoom calls is just one of many, many things that I think the new economy is going to provide for us. Well, this has been very insightful, Nancy. Thank you so much for your time today and sharing your thoughts with us. I've really enjoyed this discussion. Great. You're welcome. Take care. We'll talk soon. Yeah, it's been an absolute pleasure. And yeah. uh, we'll speak very soon. Thank you okay. so much, Nancy. What I think Nancy's really offered here is a lot of great perspective and insight from a side that, you know, we don't hear very often. Candidates usually wonder what the landscape for the job market would look like once we are back to normal. And hopefully throughout this conversation, you guys will agree with our sentiments on embracing a more creative workspace, increasing our levels of communication and interaction through the sensible use of technology. And the word collaboration really, I think, is key again. It's crucial for our network and support system as fellow human beings, really. And it's great to hear acts of impactful collaborating happening in the workspace. The way I see it really is that if firm leaders are already keenly aware of the problems they are facing during COVID-19, then of course they'll likely have implemented effective strategies to cater not only to the well-being of their employees, but their clients as well. And it was great to hear that revenues can actually soar instead of suffer. It doesn't have to be a one-way street down to a pitfall. So guys, that's it from me. Thank you very much for tuning in. Please join us next time for a second episode of Beyond the Resume podcast, where I hope to bring you more information and perspective from established professionals in the public accounting industry. As usual, send us your questions or emails to info at consortium-international.com. Thanks for your time and take care.